I remember my first podcast. Podcasting Network proudly brings to you your mom's basement. My name is Darian. I have returned from goddamn about a year ago, I think. Oh, wow. Along with my homeboys to my immediate left, Jeff is in the house. Hello. To his immediate left, Dusty, bringing it back. Hello there. And of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Jason Harrell. Uh, I started the legend. I'm the only one that knows the legend, but I'm here. He is legendary in that regards. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been damn near a year since we have gathered in these hollow grounds to bring to you an episode of your mom's basement. It's it's not as easy as it sounds, gents. There's four of us, and we all have rotating schedules, youth sports, Jason has to go to a thrift store three times a week. (laughs) It's a lot to work around, you know what I'm saying? Uh, What have we missed in the last year? Anything, Jeff? Not a whole lot. Uh, I guess started the new job, but that's going well. Yeah. Um, not a just hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of hanging. Right on. Trying to kind of keep up to date on all the all the comic stuff, but the MCU is blowing up. Yeah, we're going. I know. I know it. We'll talk about that later. I know it. Dusty, how about you, big dog? Yep. Same old, same old, same old job. Yeah. Uh, just putting in my time. On the uh, prison sentence that I got, I got ten years left or fourteen years left, and ten with good behavior. So, I mean, see. it helps if you don't refer to it as a prison sentence. Well, when you work for the government, that's kind of what happens. Unless, of course, <laughs> you're Jason Harrell and you actually do work at a prison, and it is a prison sentence. My prison sentence ends this year. Oh, final year of employment. So close to retirement. So close. So, I feel like a cop drama coming on. Because whenever somebody gets close to retirement in a cop drama, that's when all hell get, breaks loose, and you're going to end up in some kind of a hostage sh- situation. Jason, please don't get shipped on your last day of work. I can see it. I can see it so easily. If it gets me out earlier, I'm willing to take a pencil to the throat. So, some inmate's going to be like, you know what? D&D sucks. And Jason's going to be like, fuck you. And it's going down. I don't think it'll be by who you think it'll be. It'll be like, you know, your friendly neighbor, you know wife or somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's more likely to shake me than anybody. <laughs> your neighbor that talks to your dog and pisses you off. Oh, uh, yeah. I could see that yeah. going down. Four foot seven, uh, 80-year-old lady. Yep. Oh, coming hard. <laughs> Hit you with a curling iron or something. Nasty. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't just round these fellas up to uh, shoot the shit. I've got something very near and dear to my heart to talk about today, and that is penis. the Batman. Penis. <laughs> now we just saw the uh, the Super Bowl trailer for the upcoming Flash film, gentlemen, and it has Michael Keaton reprising his role as Batman. 
I am of two minds on the subject. Number one, I, I, I don't think he's my favorite Batman. I'm going to be honest with you. He's probably top two, top three maybe even. I mean, there's been a lot of Batmans, and not all of them have been good. Jeff has left the chat. <laughs> Bye-bye, Jeff. <laughs> yes. Um, I think uh, I'm excited for it. it. It marks, to me, a return to Tim Burton's version of Batman. We saw the original Batmobile in the trailer. Mm. Um, and we all kind of had <gasps> a little bit of a nerd, uh, pre-ejaculate. A little, pre, uh, little pre-cum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how pumped are we for Michael Keaton reprising his role? Jeff? Uh, I am a 9 on a scale from 1 to 10. Okay. And I, I can go into detail about that later. So. We certainly will. I may be 11. 11. I love Michael Keaton's Batman. You think he's the best Batman? He's the best Batman okay. in my mind. Yep. Jay, no? I want a high end of 7. A 7. He was definitely never my favorite. <clears throat> More for, uh, I prefer the, the darker versions. Okay. I'm into that. That that's yeah. that's where I'm going. So if I had to do a Batman power ranking, I would probably go Christian Bale. Sorry, uh, then Michael Keaton. I was not at all mad at Val Kilmer. I thought no, Val I Kilmer so. did all right. Um, the movie and, was a little silly though. Well, I'm going to get into that in two seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah, Schumacher. Yeah, uh, and then of course you have. I probably go Adam West over George Clooney because George Clooney just damn I forgot George Clooney yeah there was a, there, there was a George Clooney and not even uh, you guys Alicia are all Silverstone. forgetting about Batfleck yeah what about uh, oh, Ben Affleck God, yeah and Rob oh. and Robert Pattinson oh yeah well uh, see okay so here's here's my one of my issues with Batman you could you could replace Bruce Wayne with a dime store mannequin I feel like Batman is neither here nor there. To me, the appeal of that entire franchise is, number one, Gotham City. Number two, he has the best villains ever. Yep. His ever. Ro- his rogues gallery is the best. Amazing. Yep. Uh, Jeff, give me a quick power. Give me the top three, Batman. Top Batman. three. Okay, I'm going to put Keaton at number one, and there's okay. a reason for that. Okay. So the same way I would rate Spider-Man actors, I would rate Batman actors. It's not necessarily the way that they play uh, their aliases versus their uh, you know superhero counterparts or vice versa. Right. It's about how they play both and they can pull off both. Okay. I think Keaton can do it can do justice to both okay. the best. Without okay. it being unbelievable. Hmm. Okay? I, okay. I, I I can I feel like if you were to meet Val uh, I'm sorry, uh Jesus Christ. Uh, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne in real life, he could be a you know billionaire Sure. Uh Playboy. Yeah, yeah. they met that Tony Stark says he is. But he could also be Flamp the Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. And he plays a, you know, I, I know that Jason was saying that he really enjoys the uh, darker versions of Batman. Outside of the goofy uh, theatrics that is Tim Burton, mm-hmm. I think that it was one of the darkest versions of Batman. Okay. Um, but I think that the, the fact that he can kind of switch back between the two. For me, it was it was the best of all of them. I'd put Christian Bale as number two. Okay. And honestly, I like Batfleck as number three. Really? I, I think that if you take out the fact, everything that Ben Affleck has done before these movies, I think that he pulled off an older, begrudging Batman um, a lot better than people were going to give him credit for. 
So my my thoughts on Baflack, as you call him, is that you have to now. Of course, yeah. That's 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 now part of the uh, the DNA. Um, we never really got a Baflack movie per se. We we right. got we got she showed up in Suicide Squad, showed up in um, Justice League. Um, Man, or uh, Batman vs Superman. Batman vs Superman, the three hour opus that it had to be. Um, he was never really like he wasn't the he wasn't the main character. You know what I right. mean. So he was more of a supporting, and as like a background player, he did fine. I'm, but like I said, you can, in my opinion, you can replace Bruce Wayne or Batman with a dime store mannequin. He, he's not. He's just there to beat people up. You know. Yeah. Uh, and I can understand that too, but the, what brings it all together is, like you said, you can replace, you know, Bruce Wayne with anybody. You can replace, sure. you can put anybody in the suit, in right. the cowl, yeah, right. And if they have the right voice and enough CGI, then they're going to pull it off, right. It's the combination of the two, um, and I think that Ben Affleck, with the limited amount of time he spent as Batman, you could see during. Even the the ridiculous jo, uh, Joss Whedon version of uh, the Justice League, yeah. um, which is another whole hour in itself, <laughs> um, that he was the leader of the team. He was yeah. the leader from the shadows, and that's what he's supposed to be. You know, and I have this bad habit of comparing all Batman uh, actors to the comic versions or the, yeah. the animated series sure. version because. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to argue with me here that the Batman the Animated Series was probably the best version of Batman think, we've ever I had. Don't, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think you're going to get any better. Yeah, so I tend to uh, compare any actor's version of Batman to those, where mm-hmm. he's going to be the leader, but he's doing it from the shadows, he's brooding, he's um, you know, doing all the things, that you know, the, de- the detective work that Batman's supposed to do. Um, and I think that Ben Affleck did a pretty good job with the limited about uh, limited amount of resources he, he had to pull it off. Sure, um, but I still think Michael Keaton did. Fair a enough, fantastic <clears throat> job. Fair enough, Dusty. Give me a top three Batman. Well, yeah, I agree with a lot of stuff that Jeff was saying. That well, Michael Keaton in my mind was number one. Okay, because he didn't have to change his demeanor uh, in terms of he didn't have to get. I'm Batman, like right. Christian Bale, right? He I mean, little, yeah. Christian Bale went so over far the top, over the top, yeah. right? Michael Keaton had the same voice as, yeah, I mean, he might have dropped an octave or two, but mm-hmm. I mean, the same voice as he did when he was uh, Bruce Wayne as he was in Batman. But he, and it was also in a time without CGI, right? right? I mean, that movie was, I can remember that movie, first time seeing it as a kid, and I'm like, this is insane that was right. like the first superhero real legit movie we got i think in my mind uh, that was well done and then jack nichols jack nicholson joker was awesome too mm-hmm. so that i think it's a little bit of nostalgia but sure. also i think keaton fills out the cowl really good he's got that square jaw you know mm-hmm. his cows were always the coolest too and then i think ben affleck is my number two because okay. For one, his costume was rad, and I liked it. I liked the short-eared bat. I don't know. Okay. I like. No. I, I do. I, I mean, a classic look. Yeah. yeah, they they. I felt like they turned him into a football player. Like that, that. You know, that's not Ben Affleck. That thing is bulky, and I mean, I get it. He's got all of his gadgets and all that shit, but that thing it made it added probably forty or fifty pounds mm. to him, right? Right. 
No, I mean, he, he got big for that movie. Yeah. Um, he was, I mean, when he was doing all those chain exercises, oh, yeah. doing pull-ups with oh, yeah. chain weights hanging on him. Yes. I mean, he was big, right? Mm-hmm. But I also like his Batman because he has been a Batman that's been around for a long time. And he just done taking shit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's branding guys. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, did I, like I mean, that. like, yeah. that's, you they don't show that in any other iteration of Batman where right. he's. That was a point of contention, too, with a lot of people. The fact that he was so much more ruthless. Yeah. yeah. Now, if, if you've watched, you know, some of the, the comics or uh, the cartoons or, the com- or read the comics where he is older, he does that stuff, but that was a big point of. Uh, Contention mm-hmm. for people, that but I think it's just like he—he's had enough of the bullshit, right? Yeah. He's—he's yeah. he's been around the block. His Robin's dead, you know. He's got his, uh, what do you call it? His shrine to his Robin there, yeah. where Joker killed him. Right. We don't ever see that, but I mean, that's what it shows in the movie. But he's just done with all the bullshit, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna start marking these guys, and then they talk about it in the movie that these guys are getting. In prison, they're getting fucked up. If they got the, they're like, do you know what this means when I go in prison? This yeah. brand of the bat, they get fucked up. They like, you know, mm-hmm. prison shanks like, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I that's why I kind of like the short screen time that he had. I like the way they wrote him, um, and he he's taken on Superman, and he knows he can't fucking beat this god among men. Right. But he'll be damned if he's going to fucking try because he knocked down one of his buildings and killed a lot of his people. Yeah. His employees. Yeah. Like, he's got this vengeance. He's got... He is the the most... The Batman that in, embraces the vengeance aspect of it the most. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I think he is, like, the darkest Batman. See, but don't don't you think that's kind of a deviation from the character a little bit? I mean, But I'm I not... like that character. You okay. know, I, I mean, I like the darkness of it. I like the... He's going to do whatever it takes to bring justice to the world be it you know and they show those uh uh apocalyptic futures that he's in he's carrying yeah. uh, m4s and stuff oh, yeah. i mean like he is a general yeah. to the justice league right he's not the he has no superpowers whatsoever he says it to flash what's your superpower i'm rich yeah you know it's just like <laughs> yeah. i mean like yeah so that's the thing is that that's why i think and I think Ben Affleck did it great. I mean, he gets a lot of shit from other things that he's done in his personal life or whatever. But <laughs> I swear to God, I thought I thought I thought that Batman was a good Batman, and I would love to have seen him move forward and do a, a solo Ben Affleck Batman movie. I think it would have been good. You okay. know, either maybe he's bringing up a new Batman to kind of replace him because he is older. You know, right. so maybe a Nightwing or a you know a Red Hood or something. You know, um, but. He's my second. Christian Bale is my third just because those movies were so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, those movies were awesome. Yeah. They were awesome. I didn't care for the, I'm Batman. You know, I mean, like, I, I like the fact that Ben Affleck's, he's like, I got the yeah. voice modulator. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, that was something you hadn't seen before. Yeah, and right. something that I think pulled off, he pulled it off really yeah, well. Yeah, I like the way they did that. Sense. Yeah, I really like it. that's always been one of the, the troubles, too, with Batman, right? Is I mean, I guess any comic book character. Is trying to blend the realistic with the fantasy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, obviously, Christian Bale's was the most realistic, realistic, I would say. But I think Ben Affleck's character kind of—I mean, and Michael Keaton too—but I think Ben Affleck's character was the most fantastical, mm-hmm. but also uh, kind of based in reality. A lot of the things that he did—he mm-hmm. I mean, had, he had the most high-level threats thrown at him. Right. right, I mean, well, he yeah. had end of the world kind of shit like yeah. Steppenwolf. I mean, he had to deal with 
fighting gods. Yeah. You know, these other Batmans we've had have fought the Joker or the mm-hmm. Scarecrow. So you know, get a, you get a chance. Yeah, they're 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 protecting Gotham City. Right. Ben Affleck Batman was saving the world. Right. You know, or part of it. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and he had to have that. You know, uh, what you call it? That gut instinct to to be the bat that he was to help out the team in terms of his uh, not going to take shit. I'm going to just going to be the guy that I am, and we're going to beat the shit out of him. He rounded everybody up, and he's a, you know, so. Totally. uh, That's my hierarchy. Jay, give me a top I'll have far less to say about the subject. (laughs) (laughs) An hour and a half later. But I I will say that I... my number three is probably Michael Keaton. Okay. Um, he does fill out that cow great. <laughs> he does drop his voice perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's just enough to be a difference. Mm-hmm. And that subtlety is, is really all you need. Not the over-aggressive... Uh, <laughs> 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 where, where it becomes, you know, you can't understand what the hell he's saying. My... <laughs> I think I unfairly diminish Michael Keaton's Batman because of the movies themselves. Uh, just like my horror movies, I am not a fan of zany and kooky movies. I don't like it unless I'm watching Police Academy or some <laughs> so, or some dumb, some dumbass right some very a very intentional surrounded by assholes stupid movie. I'm down with that, but. Uh, I don't. I'm not watching a superhero movie for wisecracks and uh, over the top jokers and God help me the Mister Freezes and you know just all of these characters that got thrown in uh, that just felt over the top. The Penguin. Uh, yeah. That was a, that was another Burton one, right? Yeah. 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 And so I pretty much just blame Tim Burton for all of my jadedness towards Michael Keaton. Fair enough. Um, I really do like Michael Keaton in it. Uh, I think he's a great Batman, but I, I, he gets points taken away because of the quality of the movies. Uh, my number two is Christian Bale. And but to me, he is very good at what he does. He, uh, adequately portrays the character. His voice is wretched. <laughs> it's terrible. It's pretty rough. And, uh, and I don't like that. He's a little too gimpy. How you is know. he gimpy? Well, he's gimping around with a cane half a time. You know, that was only in the third movie. That's half a time. No, but, I mean, fair enough. That's what will happen to the human body. Yeah, after, yeah. Uh, after, yeah. after doing what he's no. doing for years. I understand. I understand that. <clears throat> I have a hard time rolling out of bed, and I haven't done anything all week. But I don't think you can go from one to the other. Now, if it's part of the, if it's part of the, uh, playing it up, you know, to look like this kind of broke down you know the old man who's kind of not able to be have this alter ego right then that's one thing but i think he was genuinely just beaten down and broken i don't think with enough ibuprofen he could go out at night <laughs> and fight the good fight but i still liked and i think he's unjustly getting extra points because of the quality of the movies, the movies yeah. fair yeah. enough yeah, yeah. Okay. because yeah. Cause so many people have touted um uh, which one was it? Dark, the Dark Knight, Dark Knight. Yeah. with Christian um, uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, yeah, there yeah. we go. Um, as being just this wonderful movie, you take him, you take Heath Ledger out of that movie, 
And I say you have a standard Batman movie. Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Heath Ledger is what made that. Now, if we were ranking Jokers, Jokers there's your guy. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, we yeah. Can, we can, no question. Yeah, yeah. No question. Uh, but so I, I do think he kind of gets bonus points for just the quality of the movies. My number one is Ben Affleck. You. Oh, I'm yeah. going with Batfleck. Yeah. His, I like it. His idiotic policy, uh, politics aside. <laughs> right. right, right. Um, the guy got jacked for it. He has great stature. He fills out that suit great. Uh, I think he also has just enough levity in br- the Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. role to. Um, to, you know, go to uh, a charity ball. You know, and, and play up that part. I don't really think that you could convince people you're not Batman when you look like that. <laughs> uh, you know, there, it's really hard not to see that he is Batman. But I'm a huge fan of vigilantism to begin with. Um, and I think that movie and that Batman is what does that best. Mm-hmm, I agree. He is what I what I love about Batman or the concept of Batman, and it's no different than what I can appreciate for somebody in real life who is willing to stand up, fight the good fight, because we live in a world where nobody, next to nobody, is willing to do that. With that said, I'm Batman. <laughs> I knew it. Well, God knew damn it, it Jason! Now I'm pumped up to go like right some wrongs. Yeah, uh, right after. That. Give me a give me a picket sign. Just throw a couple bottles on your arms, right? Now, good. if you want a gimpy Batman, I'm your guy. <laughs> I mean, that makes perfect sense too. The vigilante. I mean, if we're going to take every factor into consideration, then yeah, I agree with your your list there. It's 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 director. It's it's the writing. It's uh, your surrounding castmates and all that stuff. My list was more so just. Uh, Honing in on the the character himself and the actor. It's hard for me to separate because I'm so put off by the movies themselves that it really just detracts from the character. I can't I can't get absorbed into one aspect of it alone when there's so when ninety percent of it is just wrecking it. Well, we're we're in for an opportunity then with the new Flash movie because we're going to get Michael Keaton with a completely different director. Yeah. And Affleck's in that one too. And well, Affleck's in. It. He's going to be a different director, but um, you know, as part of the same universe, so they're going to follow some of the same writing, I would think. But to a degree, we're going to get two different Batman, and we're going to get opportunities to see them in a different way. So we can really kind of you know narrow down right who's going to pull this off better. I don't think we're going to get a lot of them, though. I don't think we're going to get a lot of these alternate universe Batman. Mm-hmm. I think oh, Bat- Michael Keaton's Batman. probably going to be the the no. main. Yeah, well, I, I think it's just going to be like kind of like in the um, I think the last Spider Man, no. where like the you know, there was a the multiverse yeah. effect going on, and you had Tobey Maguire coming in and uh, Andrew Garfield, yep. uh, but it wasn't for like this long stretch. No, uh, and plus those guys still had youth on their side. Sure, yeah, I sure. don't think. I don't think that Keaton's going to get brought in for a whole lot. I think it's no, going to no, be no. like, well, here's this universe getting melded with whatever's going on, time travel or whatnot. Uh, and I think it'll be a blip, and I think we'll be lucky to get 20 minutes out of it. As it should be. You're probably you right. It is a flash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to water down 
what's what the story's about and you know that's one of the biggest problem with problems with a lot of these cinematic universes where they just try to capitalize on the money aspect aspect of it and you know try to throw you know, uh, out to the audience what people think that they want. Fan service. Fan service. Yeah, yeah fan exactly. service. So just, just like the just Batmobile unveiling, right? Them, exactly. Give them a taste of filet mignon and they'll leave them wanting more. Which yeah. one was Jim Carrey in? Uh, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Is Val the Kilmer, Joel Schumacher. Yeah. yeah. Did it. Okay. You, you bring up fan service, and I can't help but think about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. there was all kinds of bullshit leaked about this, about how it was going to incorporate the Transformers universe and all kinds of oh, fucking man. cool shit. And we, I, I went in there with a hard dick, fellas. Just wait, what? What are As you he goes do? into most rooms, most with, rooms I go in. Came with, into this room with the hard dick. <laughs> sorry for pointing. We are we are very sexy. <laughs> but uh, what we got in exchange for all that was what. 35 seconds of Patrick Stewart as Professor X. And I kind of left there feeling let down because that was it. And then he jumped out of that multiverse into the next one and then goodbye, you're done. So it was a lot of fan service. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I think that's what I think I we're going to get more of that. I th- well, I think that's kind of where we're headed with the Flash is that we just we all got our nerd boners raging right now for Michael Keaton, and uh, if he's not in this movie for more than I don't know ten minutes, we're all going to be tremendously let down. Well, that, there's going to be that sweet spot right where he's going to be an integral part of the story in uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. The the Illuminati was not an integral part of no, the movie. It they, was, yeah, it was just a fan service. Yeah, 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 the same yeah. type of movie without them completely, which is very, very disappointing to me. Now, obviously, the characters being introduced is going to open up a bunch of doors, but you can do that in a bunch of different ways that actually matter. Yeah. I was very disappointed in that movie, in that particular part of the movie for that reason. Yeah. Now, what? who did it right was uh, you know when they were making the new Spider-Man movie. They were an integral part of the movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't overdo it. It wasn't watered down. And they were there at the climax. They were there at the climax. Yeah. They 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 had a job to do. Um, and I don't think that they're going to carry on um, those characters in any other way. At least they shouldn't. Right. If they ended it, ended those characters, Tobey Maguire's character and uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew Garfield's uh, character, after that movie, like at that movie, mm-hmm. it wouldn't diminish the character at all. Um, so yeah, I guess there's kind of those two movies you can compare it to, um, yeah. to see where the flash lands. Yeah, totally. Um, how about the, uh, okay. How about the best Batmobile? Just one and done and best Batmobile and best bat jet or bat plane. What do you want to call it? <laughs> That's a tough one, man. Darren. I feel like if I'm going to go, if I'm, if I'm Batman, and I've got all of the Batmobiles lined up, and I got to pick one to go out on patrol or whatever. I really like the Tumbler. That motherfucker can jump. Mm-hmm. It can start and bang over. And right. if Morgan Freeman shows up and he hands me the keys, <laughs> dude, I can't say no to Morgan Freeman. Give me the Tumbler for Christ's sakes. I like uh, to say that Andy fought off the sisters that day, but. <laughs> But more to the point, and I don't know if this is specific to 
um, one version of the tumbler or the other, but the way the bat cycle explodes out of the tumbler, yeah, was, I don't think we ever saw that before. That no, was pretty dope. Or since, yeah, that, yeah, that was cool. and it's got like it doesn't have a steering wheel. It's got like the two joysticks. Mm-hmm. How hard would it be to learn how to drive that? thing? Oh I, no, no, I'd wreck that thing in about three. But seconds. that's that's the point, right? Yeah, because in the comics, uh, who was it? Tim Drake. Yes. Was it Tim or Jason? I think it was Tim Drake. Learns yeah. how, like He takes the wheels off the Batmobile. Yeah. He's not taking the wheels off the Tumblr. No. no. <laughs> there, there's too many. There's yeah. like 14 wheels on that fucking thing. Well, and they're also eight feet tall. So. <laughs> that too. Uh, I go with the Tumblr. Jeff, how do, how do you say on the Batmobile? Batmobile. Because that was a two-part question, right? Batmobile, yeah, Batmobile. And bad, and bad Jet. Yeah, oh, like Bad Jet. What, I mean, not everybody had a Bad Jet, but I was leading into okay. my answer. Well, as, as far as the Bat... <laughs> Jet goes, I would probably go with the Michael Keaton uh, one with the, the tin snips. That looked out, like the bat front. symbol. That looked just like the bat symbol. That thing we saw at the end of uh, Dark Knight Rises, I felt like that was more of like a weird hover Hubber thing. Yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, it was very impressive, but I don't know how. Uh, it didn't feel like a jet to me. Right. Okay. Um, Batmobile. I. I was leaning towards um, Batflex um, just because if you can run into the Man of Steel and it's still driving home after that, there's yeah, something to it. Totally. But I like your um, your reasoning. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm into overlanding. I like your <laughs> idea that it can actually go over things. It jumps. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, there were some times in the, um, uh, what was it, Batman vs. Superman, where it jumped and did things like that, but it's not supposed to. Right. Uh, the tumbler can, that's what it does. It tumbles and it, it goes all over the place, plus the motorcycle, like you got that one hands down. That jet, I'm going to give that one to Batfleck. Okay. Um, yeah, that one was pretty cool. It didn't really have a uh, a bat symbol uh, shape to it. It was just kind of a weird, you know. Airplane. Yeah, kind of airplane looking thing, but it, yeah. was, it was pretty cool. So I guess those are my two. Gotcha. I think I'm gonna still go with Michael Keaton's Batmobile. I okay. just I like it because it looks. You look at this thing. Okay, so all of you guys talked about the tumblers and then Ben Affleck's. It doesn't. It's not a. You wouldn't know that it's a Batmobile. It would look like a military vehicle, mm-hmm. right? A tough ass military vehicle. But you look at Michael Keaton's Batmobile, and it is the Batmobile. Right, it's got an intake for its jet engine on the front, the oh, big yeah. ass intake, yeah. and you know it doesn't. It's got a low profile, so it's not climbing over shit, right? Nope. But it hauls ass, and it got shields, right? So it's it, got he, shields. he, yep. he parks right. it right in the middle of the fucking intersection, jumps out, goes running off in shields, yeah. you know, <laughs> just like <laughs> and then like a freaking potato bug, it covers mm-hmm. up in the shields. So that's I don't know, and then the fins on it, and it got more and more extravagant as the as the movie oh, yeah. went. Schumacher, he just took it and he ruined. Yeah. It. yeah, man. But the the original Batmobile from Michael Keaton's that's my favorite. It was a converted uh, convertible. Uh, what was it? A uh, Corvette, right? I don't know. I think they used I think they used a Corvette as the base as for the that base car. For it, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I, I you know I like the way the cockpit just slides back, you know, yep. and then they. Jump out and yeah, it's see. So that would be my one redeeming quality for Adam West Batmobile <laughs> is that it had the two separate bubbles, one for driver, one for passenger. So I don't have to listen to my wife. I can just <laughs> shut her bubble, <laughs> shut my bubble. Shh. Hey, give me a French fry. 
and then shut it again. <laughs> well, you know, Michael Keaton's Batmobile had that uh, very strategically placed light, so yes. that when she was trying to see who he was, he yeah. shone a light on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason, what do you think? Bud? I got to go. Tumbler. I, I, for- I had forgotten. The- I forgot the motorcycle. Yeah, completely forgot that. Uh, I just, I think that's your all-purpose vehicle right there. Right. That original Batmobile from Keaton is ridiculous. <laughs> it looks yeah. like oh, it looks love. like a stretch limo. I know. It's about twelve fins. feet long. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> making it over a high curb it either. Is so <laughs> no. long. Yeah, and yeah, there better not be a large rock in the yeah. middle of the way. <laughs> we that, can't go in any parking lots where there's a speed bump. <laughs> You're seeing like one of those like drifters try to go into over a speed bump. You're going sideways. Same deal. Uh, he's got a grappling hook to have him corner though. I mean, come on. The Adam West one has my heart though. Yeah. Um. I, but I grew up with that. You know. I mean, I was. I had so many little toys from mm-hmm. from the series, and uh, I I had the a very old in the late '70s. I had a very old Batmobile that I just beat to shit. And uh, it's just so much nostalgia there. Uh, that thing's completely worthless from a defensive standpoint. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> looks great. But though. it looks cool. Attacking from the top. <laughs> and I and I don't remember a single jet, so I can't even form an opinion okay. on. I uh, I was going to get to the jet thing. I like the the original Bat Jet. You know, with the symbol. You know. Oh yeah, totally. Michael, the Michael Keaton. Yeah, one, right. Yeah. There's no way it's aerodynamic. It's not flying. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I mean, no. It looks cool as shit yeah. when it flies up against the, the moon. And, Unless you know. somebody throws it like a frisbee, yeah. then it might. I don't know. Uh, it, I think the original Batmobile, the Adam West one, is out in Carson City, isn't it? Really? I thought they had it for a while at the uh, Automobile Museum. Oh, it might be there. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like uh, town. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there was a bit of controversy. Gentlemen. Controversy. Controversy involving Batman. Jeff, you might know where I'm going with this. Uh, I want to say late 80s, early 90s, there was a graphic novel released called The Killing Joke. Hmm. Now, um, it, it was it was it was oriented towards adults, and the the premise of The Killing Joke was that um, the Joker had captured. Babs, Commissioner Gordon's daughter, and kept her captive in a hotel room, did some very horrible things to her pornographically, and videotaped it and photographed it, the whole thing, um, and then let her go, or Batman rescued her. Uh, Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Well, yeah, there was there was some, some very important stuff in between there. Um, and then he captures Commissioner Gordon and makes him watch all of this stuff. The, I think the reasoning was try, to try to turn Commissioner Gordon into a Joker, kind of a, a thing, drive him insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the controversy, though, was not in the... I mean, if you read the graphic novel, you didn't really get to see any of these horrific in, in, images. He alluded to it. Yeah. Alluded to it, but... Um, the the cover I think was what really started the the big problem and you might th- you might remember this it had uh, the Joker with his arm around Batgirl and he had like a weird like straw hat and a Hawaiian mm-hmm. shirt on yeah. and she just had like this panic terrified look on her face with like tears coming out of her eyes and I think the controversy <laughs> <laughs> was that uh, it somehow triggered uh domestic violence or something like that do you remember well, any of this, that Jeff? and then the whole uh you know rape um there was the uh, definite rape element yeah to it. element to it 
Um, now, during they, they actually made a uh, cartoon uh, movie, an animated um, movie on, and that was the big deal too. Yeah. To anybody who's a fan of Batman, like a, like a like a longtime fan of, uh, fan I of think it was the first R-rated DC cartoon. I believe so. It was one, yeah, yeah. Or, or or it was one of them um, at least, but. Um, so they made they made that movie and obviously they cut a lot of, out of it. Um, but they go through quite a lot in that movie. But she ends up getting shot, and, and that's um, she becomes she paraplegic. Yeah. Right, she becomes a, a completely different hero altogether. Um, but yeah, so I, I was I was reading a lot about that too, and people were just like everything else these days, trying to you know censor that whole thing. But it's. Probably, I would say top two most famous. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would think that um, Death of Superman, The Killing Joke. Uh, yeah, Killer. I mean, as far as DC is concerned, it is. I mean, if not top five most popular stories about uh, um, in DC. But yeah, there was there was a lot of talk about them not wanting to. Um, do it or to take a bunch of liberties with it and change the story up. They actually didn't, um, you know, with the animated flick, but um, they 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 took a lot of the alluding out of it and kind of made it more of a she was, you know, beating him and everything. Yeah. Or was that the... That's the Darian, original Darian cover. showing the, the cover on his phone. Yeah. So he has that, a camera and... Well, no, the camera... No, this is the That's the cover. original cover that oh, yeah, was pulled the from the shelf. The, the camera is yeah. from the cartoon, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the one with the camera, that's the, the uh, animated movie. And yeah. The film, yes. We do not watch cartoons. We're men. <laughs> <laughs> they're not dolls. They're action figures. That's right. <laughs> they're statues. Um, I mean, I get it, but the, my, my, my thoughts on that were was that... Batman in like the his villains they've always gone a little bit farther. Like if you look at the rest of the DC storylines, they're very repetitive. They're very um, up until recently anyway. They're very uh, Superman stops a bank robbery. You know, um, Doctor Strange or not Doctor Doctor Fate uh, saves a kid from a well or something like that. You know. But Batman has always been like the R-rated version. So it was inevitable to me that it would go into some dark places. Gotham City is a dark place. It's a dingy, Who would live funky, there? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, exactly. move. Right? Get the fuck out of here. Well, it's like Sam Kennison said about all the starving children in the yeah, desert. Move! <laughs> just pack up your shit and move, move where the food is. Put it on the camel and get out of there. <laughs> um, but uh, it's inevitable that it would go to some dark places like that. Um, especially like as we got into like the early '90s when comics started kind of veering into the the realm of adult, uh, right. you know, consumers. You know, we got things like uh, Marvel Knights. We got things like The Killing Joke, and um, you know, if 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 all I'm, started with heavy metal, remember that? Oh one? yeah, you could be, you could pull <laughs> your, you could pull your dick clean off to one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, while I can't tell you, I've. Never been a big comic reader, but I can tell you a lot of covers for heavy metal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buxom young ladies with samurai And Vampirilla. Yes, and weird machine guns type of things. Metal bras riding dragons. There you go. Um, my question to you, gentlemen, is do you think The Killing Joke will ever be a film, film adaption, adaptation? Yeah, well, with the way the whole DCU is going now, um, probably not. I don't. I don't 
I don't know. He I don't know what, what direction if they diminish. He's trying to take that it, part you know? of the storyline. James like, Gunn like the is rapey stuff. Yeah. yeah, they'll take liberties with it. I mean, here's like I said, it's one of the most popular uh, storylines in all of DC. That's just money. Totally. You know, when they look at that story, that it, that's just that's a cash cow. Oh, totally. They will take liberties with it, um, which they, honestly, if you look back on the history of. Uh, Graphic novels or comics being turned into movies, mm-hmm. they take liberties. That's what of they course, do. They're yeah. gonna. There's some things that you're going to not get with a, for instance, like a Batman versus uh, Predator mm-hmm. graphic novel. You're not going to get in the movie. No, and that's about as like devilish as it gets. Yeah, but the the purpose of adapting that to screen, uh, th- they really only have two benefits. One, it's kind of a ready made story. They don't have to be creative and other than tweaking some parts to make them more palatable to today's the masses sensitivities. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it really is only serving the comic fan and the, the vast majority that go see these Batman movies. I guarantee you aren't reading comics. They're not reading graphic novels. They're moviegoers. They know the people, they know the characters, they know there's some storylines, but I, I would argue that, the greater portion of them don't read comics. But, and I agree with you, the, the vast majority of people that are going to see these movies are not comic book readers. Um, however, we've seen the success, and I don't, I don't want to compare DC to Marvel here, but you kind of have to because they have more of this type of content. That, um, they have uh, Civil War, right? They have um, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have these these big elaborate storylines and they obviously take some liberties with them but they sell and Mm -hmm. people will go watch those movies now granted the killing joke is going to be more of an avant-garde storyline you're Mm -hmm. not going to bring you know 20 different superheroes and 20 different uh, already established characters into this movie right but it will work um even um you know with the new flash movie um, they didn't have to be bringing a bunch of different characters from outside the universe into the movie. Obviously, they chose to, and it's going. I think it's going to be a success, whether the movie's good or not. But it's a storyline that means a lot to a lot of comic book readers mm-hmm. that people who don't read comics is going. They're going to go see. Well, so, a lot of people that don't even read comics know like Flashpoint. That's basically what the movie's based on, right? Of, yeah, you know, which so, by the way was one of the best. Uh, that was one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. It, it's too bad that they can't take like such a dark story uh, because I don't know anything about that story. But just from hearing you guys talk about it, sounds great. Yep. Uh, I would love to see that. Obviously not read it. Um, and it's too bad that I don't think they can do that. Whereas like how they did with Joker, with, with the Joker movie. I love the Joker movie. That is a deeply depressing, dark, and just, man, is it just dark. (laughs) I mean, it's a miserable fucking movie. I love it. Loved it, too. I wish that they could do a a story like the one you were just talking about in kind of that tone. Kind of like the tone that the joke is. They they are doing a sequel to that. What is that supposed to follow? It's It's supposed to be musical, and and Harley Quinn's supposed to be Lady Gaga. I'm going to shelve my thoughts on that uh. until I actually see it. But what I will say in response to that is 
instead of looking, I guess, at Marvel, which has typically been more lighthearted and things like that, um, I would compare um, what they could possibly do with the Killing Joke to what they did with Logan. I was going to say mm-hmm. Logan, so which is phenomenal. One of my favorite storylines of all yeah. time was Old Man Logan, mm-hmm. and they obviously changed a lot because they had to. One, one they didn't have one a right of, to. And, and out of the entire Marvel yeah, they, movies, that's my, one of my favorites, if well, not my favorite. Well, the thing favorite. is, too, is they didn't have the rights to 95% of the characters that were originally in that storyline, right? That that was uh, a Fox thing um, at the time. Well, movie. yeah, Hawkeye was already over at the MCU, and he's a big part of that, yeah. that run. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, what was it, the Hulk... And no, Hulk was universal. Yeah. So X Men. Well, depending on which Hulk, but yeah. Right. So X Men. X Men were, uh, were a part of Fox. We're, right. We're trying to think of Hulk was universal. Right. Spider Man, Sony. Spider Man was Sony. Yeah. Well, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all of them now. Fantastic Four, I think. Is Sony. all Fantastic Four is Sony. No Fox. No, they're Fox. They're Fox. Yeah. That's right. They're all part of yeah. of Marvel now, which is part of Disney, because we all know the House of Mouse is going to rule the world one day. Anyway, um, so what they did with Logan was they had a limited amount of available content to them. They had this fantastical storyline, which it was just, it was so well put together. And there's been so many offshoot storylines from their old man Hawkeye, um, old man Star Lord, and mm-hmm. all these things like Wasteland. that. Wasteland. Which, Wasteland, yeah. Wastelanders. Wastelanders. Yeah. Wastelanders. Yeah. yeah. Terrific stuff. All of it has been really, really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had, they didn't have access to all that. And they still made probably, I want to say, Logan is my top, oh. it's my third favorite movie of all time. Hmm. And just because of them turning it into this almost modern day style Western, um, it was finally the way uh, Logan was supposed to be. I could go on about that movie all day, but we're not talking about him. What I'm saying is, though, they could possibly do a story like that with the Killing Joke and be very, very successful. That'd be it. great. I think the re- I mean, I think the reason Logan was so successful. Not you're talking about the characters they had access to. I think that was one of the things that made them actually do their work and write a good story. I mean, yeah. the the story of that movie is phenomenal. I mean, it hits you in the feels like he's he's. A surrogate father, yeah, you know, to you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Laura, Laura, X twenty three, yeah, X twenty three, yeah. So I mean, it's just a, it's a good story, and I think a lot of times these comic book movies get wrapped up in let's show this giant world ending fucking apocalypse thing and right. the the CGI of it and everything. Like that. Yeah, that creates a good backdrop for a a story that has some some meaning, but this little Logan trying to get Laura to the free zone. I mean, it just it's a it's a small world problem, yeah. but it it was a good story. It made them it made them have to write it better. You yeah. get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. They couldn't just rely on all this crazy yeah, eye yeah. porn, right? Yeah. It just they had to get a good story, you know. Yeah, so there's possibilities. Totally, totally. Who is the best Batman villain? Jason Harrell. Uh, don't has, don't don't think about actors or performances. No, uh, uh, Just and, think about the villain itself. Oh gosh, there are many. Yeah, what I love about I'm a Batman, big Riddler fan. I like that. 
I liked it. What I, one, of the, one of my favorite aspects of the whole Batman mythos is not only Gotham City, but it it kind of he kind of just dips his like pinky toe into like H.P. Lovecraft, mm-hmm. Arkham yeah. Asylum. You know what I mean? Clayface. Yeah. This big amalgamation of different fucking tentacle having things that can fuck you. Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Gave me yeah. fucking nightmares yeah. as a kid. You man know what I'm bat. Saying? Man bat. Man bat. <laughs> fucking A, man. What a terrible name. You, well, I know. <laughs> they had to play on Batman. I mean, but seriously, <laughs> he's a man. But he's a but bat. he's also a bat. They could have said wear bat. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> That's even dumber. <laughs> but, but if you think about it, who would you rather encounter in a dark alley? Lex yeah. Luthor or Killer Croc? I'll take my chances against the millionaire who yeah. is bent on world domination. Yeah. Not the giant reptile guy that eats people. Yeah, I kind of I kind of fell back in love with Riddler when I played Arkham Asylum. Okay. I just I loved him. he was constantly in my ear and just yeah. solving all of those little side riddles and stuff now, like that. How did you feel about the interpretation in the uh the Robert Pattinson? Terrible. You didn't like that. No. You turned him into a, the, the Zodiac killer pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I, I got a, I, I got a 7 vibe from him, but yeah, I mean the, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Um it, it and I don't know if it's just the way that the reveal. I I don't know if that just like crushed it for me or what? Yeah, that's a bummer because that actor, I really enjoy that actor. Yeah, yeah. he was it, great. I yeah, thought it just wasn't Riddler. It just wasn't the Riddler. He Even, was more like a weird Ted Bundy kind of a yeah. John Wayne. Even Pattinson, I, like, I actually liked his Batman quite a bit. Uh, a little too brooding though. Yeah, it was already. it was it was hard yeah. for me to separate him from Twilight Edward. So yeah. well, that and then when we actually got to see Wayne Manor, and it was like this giant gothic cathedral-esque thing. It's yeah. Like, who the fuck lives there? Nobody, nobody's <laughs> yeah. going to live there. Well, his parents built it. Well, I know, like but they still. knew that he was going to be Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I would like my ch- to raise my child to be a, a fucking bat guy. So, <laughs> here you go. So, there you go. We, we're going to build you a house that's very gothic. I'm so. going to pretend I'm Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool thing about Riddler, though, is um, the fact that he made Batman be what he is, the world's greatest detective. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, and to a point, uh, Joker did too. But yeah, they, and that, that and that's and that's the aspect I really like is just I'm, I love the puzzles. Yeah, I love the I love the the riddle solving. How uh, did you feel about Jim Carrey in that role? Fucking worst thing in the world. Oh, stop it! He's right so now. stupid. I love Jim Carrey, but I, I agree. Yeah, he is just it. It's the Grinch prancing around in a, in, a, in, a, in a question mark suit. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's. Uh, I mean, you want to you want to keep Batman's left foot in like a realm of reality and true crime and things like that. But you've got such a, such a like larger than life villain like the Riddler, to where it's like. Well, clearly he's smarter than everybody, but I think I could punch him in the face and he'd fall down. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. But at the same, you got to kind of sell never that. Get to his face, type thing. That's, like he's going to think of something. Well, and yeah, exactly. I really like the. I just really like the concept of uh, a, a guy who is potentially winning just because of his mind. Sure. Um, I don't know. It really it resonates with me. So. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly, Probably because I'm feeble. <laughs> clearly, you never saw Vincent Price as the Eggmaster in the original. In the original. Right. Oh my God! Yep, I do remember Excellent. that. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> oh yes, I did. Yes. Dusty, how about you, man? I got to go, Joker. Just because I mean, just because of the he's classic, and, and it's just his just 
batshit crazy. I mean, Batman has kicked his ass, just the ever-living shit out of him so many times, and he's laughing the whole time. Right. He, he's just batshit crazy. He, he has no agenda other than Chaos. anarchy. Yeah, yeah he's just like, I just want to do what the fuck I want to do and I want to bring chaos to the world. He has no, he's not world dominating. He's just, he's not trying to outsmart him. He's just trying to fuck with him. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, he just is, and Heath Ledger did it best in my mind. Clearly. But I mean, even you played Mortal Kombat 11 with the Joker. He's just a fucking loon. He's a nutbag, (laughs) you know? You know, one of his fatalities, he punches a, a, uh, boxing glove through you. <laughs> through your through your chest. Through your chest. That's pretty awesome. I yes. mean, like it's just the the don't give a fucks attitude and right. just the total manacle hysteria that he brings. He's just a a walking ball of destruction and chaos. I think Heath Ledger said it best in in the Dark Knight. When he, I, I forget the the exact line, but he said You're something do to the, the effect dog of chasing a car. I am a dog. I wouldn't know what to do if I ever caught it. Yeah. But that's that's kind of what he was. Um, obviously, Heath Ledger has to be the best Joker. Right? Oh yeah. Is there anybody? I mean, Jack Nicholson was great. He was good. But he was, really was kind of like a guy that you could have a beer with, and he would maybe slit your throat at the end, but you'd have fun with him. <laughs> Heath Ledger, you look at him and you're like, oh sh- fucking, sh- no, I got it. Get up out of here. Oh, God. Is, I, I love the scene when he's walking away from that fucking school bus after he crashes into the hospital. He's just shaking the, oh, yeah, the, the detonator. The nurse's outfit. You know, and he's like, Oh, the hospital. You know, he's yeah, just yeah, doing yeah. it. And then all of a sudden it goes off. He's like, And he just like <laughs> yeah. smiles and walks away. That's great. So, oh, it's just great. Urban legend tells us that that scene was not planned. That that happened totally because the the pyrotechnics weren't going oh, off, but it worked and fucking beautifully. He was like so hitting the clack yeah. and waiting for the fucking. And then finally, so he looked better. at the director and went like that, and then it went off, and then fucking. <laughs> That's, so That's awesome. If that, yeah, but it was it was Perfect. movie gold. It was Perfect. movie gold. Yes, for his character, it was gold. And for what it's worth, I've shown my kids uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rise or The Dark Knight. They now refuse to watch The Dark Knight Rises because they're having nightmares about the jo- of Heath Ledger's Joker, of course. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Holy moly. I had such a solid choice in my mind, and then uh, after listening to the, the Joker talks, I think I'm going to go Joker. I was going to say Red Hood mm-hmm. um, just because Jason Todd was Robin, and he was uh, a son to Batman, and the fact that he, you know, after became Red Hood... Um, was a villain to Batman that 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 made me want to choose him. Plus, he's probably the most dangerous of all of them. I think. Oh, totally. If he's against you and you're Batman, and you taught him everything you know, you well also you're going to freeze. Any any other uh, True, uh, yeah. villain, you're mm-hmm. you're you know what you have to do because you love this yeah. guy. But you're going to freeze, and that's what made me choose him at first. But I just kind of going through it, I guess. Joker. Okay. It's the dichotomy, right? It's it's there's a reason why. Joker doesn't really have an agenda. His agenda is because he is the opposite side of the coin to Batman. Mm-hmm. All he wants to do is make Batman break his oath and be like him. And kill him. Well, and yeah, he wants him to 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 stop having like to 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 go back on all these codes, and he wants him to be the 
uh, antithesis to everything he's supposed to stand for. Mm-hmm. That's all he cares about. Yeah. And once that happens, uh, he doesn't even think about it. He just wants him to do it because right. he's got that crazy loony mind. So that is something that I, you just can't fight, and that's the reason why I think he hasn't been able to ever stop him. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to one-up you a little bit there, and I don't mean to, but of all the Batman villains that we think about, there's always like a redemptive quality to them. Like you have right. Mr. Freeze. Uh, yeah. He's got this disease. He's trying to cure. He's trying to save his save wife. His wife yeah. right. um, what else? You got Harley Quinn. She's a battered spouse. Um, Clayface. He got a hold of this shit that was making him more attractive, but then he kind of got addicted to it, and he turned into this big puddle of goo. Harvey Dent, Two Face. I mean, everybody's got a everybody's Harvey got a backstory. Dent. That's a, that's another yeah. good one, but yeah. uh, not the Joker. No, the Joker is redemptive quality. Joker no. is just a big fucking crazy swerve. You, I, I don't think we we can't even settle on an original name for this guy. Now, the, Jack Napier. Yeah. Um, what uh, the guy from Gotham? I forget his name, but. Um, they you know, did do a um, kind of a backstory. And that's one of the things that made the Joker so cool for so long is he didn't really have a backstory. backstory. No, yeah. it's just crazy. But they did give him one in the animated um, movie um, Long Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that one, yeah. Um, which I didn't like that they did. Yeah. Um, he was a, magici- a failed magician and he landed in some stuff. Which was, it's okay if you're trying to make that, that, that story and turn it into something, but it's just, I didn't appreciate the fact that they they totally took out all of the mystery mm-hmm. of that character. That's yeah. the scariest part of the Joker, is like... Nobody knows. That's why Heath Ledger's Joker was so intimidating. It's like, we don't know where he came from, we don't know who he is, we don't know why he's doing what he's doing. His story and, changes. Yeah, every time he talks yeah. about his scars, he yeah, says... Yeah, it's yeah. different. Different, different, yeah, different every time. That yeah. is the the mystery, the mystique of Joker is what makes him so scary. Um, but yeah, no, that I think I would say Joker, and I would I think I would say Heath Ledger is the best one too. And I was gonna say uh, Jared Leto is probably the worst. Oh yeah, but oh, but but we, don't, we got a glimpse of this, only a glimpse. Okay. At the end of the Snyder cut, Justice League Snyder cut, in. Um, Mm-hmm. The the apocalypse scene where he's sitting on Batman's the... coming up to him and he's like, "When I kill you, and I will fucking kill you, you can you can feel the hate between the two. Mm-hmm. Like he's got him. Uh, Batman's got him there because he needs him, but he's he got him wrapped up in a straitjacket. Yeah, yeah, he's going to kill him. Something about that final scene, and we only got so much of it. I'm so bummed out that that could have been something. I yeah. something I thought really cool. yeah. I thought he could have done great. I really did. Suicide Squad ruined. I really, I was so hopeful. Um, I was really sad to see that he didn't get to be what I think I know he could have done for that character. Jared Leto's a good actor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. But the one that they, the Joker, they pigeonholed him into. I just didn't like it. Gangster style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't mad at like his aesthetic. Like I get, (laughs) I get all the fucking tattoos. Whatever you got to update the Joker. You can't have the ninety pound clown running around the whole. I kind of like the, the the physical aesthetics of, like, of Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah no, he, I did too. He looked I, like I, he I could beat no me up. It was yeah. the the character portrayal is yeah. what took me out. I get out that, of it. and like the the dichotomy between the Joker and Harley Quinn, they're not in love. Well, she's in love. She's he's love, not. Yeah. He's a fucking asshole that's it's using abusive relationship. Yeah, it's totally. I, he, he's. I think he's incapable of. He's a sociopath. Probably, yeah, exactly. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Exactly. About 
Now, that being said, and since we're already talking about the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix is more sympathetic portrayal of a right. man that is like on the edge and is kind of marginalized by society. How do we feel about that? No, I think that's a good portrayal because I think that it leads into... I think that's the mystery we've been talking about, about his backstory. Right. That's a perfect backstory for someone who becomes... Maybe he's borderline sociopath to begin with, but then society just beats him the mm-hmm. fuck down, and he just starts to snap and Espe- give zero fucks. Especially by by the end, when he's celebrated for for oh, yeah, breaking yeah. Yeah. and becoming something more. So now he's found his audience. Yep. And so, now he can really start to just... He's a performer. Yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. just going to constantly be upping that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to agree with all of that, but I'm going to disagree. Because... You can't have the Joker has to be basically Michael Myers. He has to be de- evil incarnate. Right. He can he, there if there is one villain, not only in like the Batman universe, but in any universe that is beyond redemption. It is the Joker. He is chaos incarnate. Now you talk uh, all this stuff about him thinking he's uh, Thomas Wayne's illegitimate son. Okay, now we're we're adding a depth of humanity to him. Right, and we can get behind that. Joker is not a hero. Joker is the epitome of the bad guy. It doesn't get any worse. He's an abusive spouse. He's a fucking serial killer. He's he does just a narcissist. A, <laughs> on top of just Sociopath. being a fucking asshole. Yeah. But like we we cannot feel sorry for him. He needs but, to be kept as an entity, exactly. not a person. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what uh you know, if we want to talk about the the origins of these characters and and um, you know, when they were created, Batman isn't now who he was created to be. He no. was campy. He was this, you know, white knight, you know, dark knight thing. And then in the 80s, it started becoming really, really dark. And Joker was kind of the same thing. He was just this crook, you know, mm-hmm. almost a bank robber type. Yeah. They wore clown makeup. But, yeah. But now he is, he is the, the darkness that Batman is fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, is the darkness that Batman is scared of. And um, you know, it's it. He takes on this whole different meaning now. And uh, when you start putting origin stories to him, and, and don't get me wrong, I loved the Joker movie. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that there is no one origin story. Like there is an origin story to Batman. There's an origin story to Superman. And it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm the same. glad, and I hope that that they never move to a direction where there's an origin story to Joker, like one set origin story, because. There shouldn't be. Which is kind of where we're headed right now, right? Unfortunately. Well, I mean, it's a great movie. I love it. I've seen it many times. But I th- that's the one guy that I cannot feel sorry for. Because he is just that fucking crazy and that fucking evil. Um, if, I had to pick a, if I had to pick a favorite Batman supervillain, I really have always had a soft spot for the Penguin. Especially down the, the 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 decades of his different iterations, Burgess Meredith with his giant stupid the, the, the best that was dumb as shit. Oh, Danny, it's the best. Danny DeVito with his weird flipper hands and his giant penguins with fucking rocket launchers on them. Remember that shit? They had like mortars on their backs and his clowns that he has working for. Oh him. yeah, he had a whole circus behind him. Yeah. Uh, um, like, but if if you want, like my f- personal favorite interpretation of the penguin was in, uh, I think it was 
Arkham Knights, where it was like you're Batman and you're you're in Gotham City, but the Joker and the Penguin are vying for control yep. over it, and he has like all of his mercenaries, and the Joker's got all of his crazy fuckers running around, and you're trying to like take them both down, and you got to like whittle your way through the city. That Penguin was like a nice little mix of. Um, you remember that show Gotham? Mm-hmm. There was like an emo dude. He's the, the penguin, yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah, the Gotham penguin yeah, was like he, a, he was a skinny like a, emo dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he was like yeah. a younger oh, guy. That, yeah, I remember that now. And yeah. he, he was like batshit crazy. And he there was like a whole backstory between him and like Carmine Falcone. And, yeah. Um, it, it wasn't really a Batman show. It was more about like a young patrolman, Jim Gordon, and him mm-hmm. trying to navigate yeah. Gotham. Batman's like 12 years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like right after the death of yeah. his parents. But... The Penguin was like the the motherfucker of, yeah. the, of the whole show. I like that character. Me too. Yeah. Me too. But the video game was like an amalgamation of him and the Burgess Meredith Penguin. <laughs> oh, boy. So it was like old man Penguin, but he still had like this kind of gothy emo, don't make me come down there and fuck you up. I'll stab you in the face, you piece of shit, kind of a, yeah. kind of a move. I didn't like the Gotham Penguin because he's just because of his body stature, right? I think of the Penguin as someone who's been... Body shamed for his <laughs> his pear shaped body. Yeah, He's sure. Like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to be a supervillain, right? Because <laughs> I look like a bag of like so, potatoes. Here's the even cooler part. So I'm playing Gotham Knights right now, and like uh, the Joker is dead. He died of cancer. Batman just died. Uh, one of the few Batman villains that's still around is the Penguin. He's three feet tall, and he is the only guy. To go in and out of Blackgate Penitentiary and serve all of his sentences, which means he is prison hard yeah. and does not give a fuck about anything. And um, the Gotham and the the Arkham Knights and the the Gotham Knights, the previous video game, kind of shaped this Penguin kind of mystique for me. But more to the point, what are the original plans? For a sequel to The Dark Knight Rises was going to be a Penguin storyline with Philip Seymour Hoffman playing the Penguin. Mm. Unfortunately, he, he died, died yeah. before yeah. that project. Boy, would have been a good. Penguin. He would have been great. He would have crushed it. Yeah. I think either him or Paul Giamatti would have been crazy Penguins. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman. Would, well, Giamatti's got he's got chops. He looks yeah. like the yeah. fucking yeah. Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, that- he, he can also the way he uh, switches. Uh, Paul Giamatti can switch between this normal voice to this real kind of frantic, higher yeah, pitched yeah. voice too. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, showing a lot of teeth, and yeah. it's just ah! part, and it's just part of his. <laughs> that's just his voice. But totally. I think that could have worked great for the yeah. penguin. I agree. I agree completely. So that's something I was kind of disappointed in because Philip Seymour Hoffman was attached to the project, and then. That was the end of that. Damn mountain of meth or coke or whatever it was. Stupid strippers and blow. (laughs) They take out a majority of the cool people in this universe. Personally, I think they missed the mark when they didn't cast uh, Martin Short's Jiminy Glick as... uh, (laughs) 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 I was in the green room. (laughs) I was in the green room with Bobby De Niro. (laughs) Stupid. I was just watching watching videos of him. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I think that's about going to do it for this show. You guys got anything you want to add about Batman or future prospects or video games or comics or anything at all? No, I'm just running through The Last of Us again. Jason and I have been talking a lot about that. The video I got the PS5 recently, like you did, and uh, they did a remastering of right. The Last of Us, and it's it's gorgeous. I, I really like it. So I, cool. I started 
from scratch, Did playing you? an old PS4, okay. playing hard. Yeah. So, we'll so see. That's fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I really enjoyed the show. How does one play hard, Jason? He gets, I have a massive so erection every time yeah, I play yeah. the game. He, he, puts his, himself up. he puts his sweat <laughs> band on his head and makes sure his palms don't get sweaty and then mashes buttons like the best of us. Oh, very buttons. uncomfortable when he comes after, over to play Mortal Kombat again. After, <laughs> after we shut down the mics, I, I have something about uh, The Last of Us to tell you. Woo! Well, alrighty then. For the boys in the basement, the Padded Room Podcast, and all ventures included therein, I'm afraid that's it for us. Bye. Bye. Deacon, how many Batman movies have you seen? Four. Four Batman movies. Which Do you remember which ones? No. No, no, no you don't. Uh, there was the Batman Begins. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. With the Joker. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that Joker? Funny. Oh, you thought he was funny? Yeah, I don't think so, Mr. Man. Um, which one was your favorite? Batman Begins. That was that was pretty good, right? Rayshad Ghoul in that one, The League of Shadows. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could take Batman in a fight? No. No way, dude. He's ripped, right? If you could if you if I gave you any of the bat gadgets to take to school with you, which one would it be? Always a good idea. Grappling hook? Smoke Bat- bombs. Batarang will take out Batarang. Tell you what. Grappler. Grappler? What are you gonna do with the grappler at school? Sneak out. You're gonna sneak out of school? You can't be doing that. No way. What are you going to do? Get up on the roof? Climb the fence. Climb the fence. That makes sense. I like that. If you had the Batmobile, where would you go in it? Taco Bell. Taco Bell? If you're going, will you bring me back a number four? Yeah, sure. Okay. I want the, I want the taco fries, though, not the, okay. not the chips. Who do you think is the scariest Batman villain? Dick. There's a lot of them. Remember all the all the ones that we fought against in uh, Gotham Knights. You got Clayface. You got Mister Freeze. You got Harley Quinn. You got the Joker. Well, I know. Uh, last Sunday he was having a hell of a time with Mister Freeze. He was. So. <laughs> this guy's a tough customer, isn't he? Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who who do you think is the scariest? Uh, either Mister Freeze or the Joker. Okay, I get that. Would you rather be frozen by Mr. Freeze or get the Joker's laughing gas? I'd probably get frozen. Because I feel like I could thaw out after a while. Joker's laughing gas. You're going to laugh yourself to death, literally. But he could, the Mr. Freeze could hit you while you're frozen. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. But at least, well, if he's got that big exosuit on, he'll probably kill you with one punch, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, who is your favorite Batman sidekick? Red Hood? Red Hood. Okay. Well, let me run you down the list now. Just hold on. You got Red Hood, Batgirl, right? Or Oracle, depending on which universe you're in. Um, Nightwing. And then you got Robin. Red Hood. Still sticking with Red Hood? Mm-hmm. Red Hood was a bad guy for a long time. He got killed by the Joker, put into the Lazarus Pit by the League of Shadows, came back, 
Now he's a little bit on the unstable side. I mean, he's still a, kind of a good guy, but he could blow the head off of somebody. You know, he's got those guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're still sticking with Red Hood? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Who is your favorite superhero? You're in the wrong room if you're looking around here looking for a superhero, kiddo. If you say Otis Driftwood. No, no, no. Batman. You're sticking with Batman? Yeah. Even after we watched the Daredevil series, you're still sticking with Batman. We never watched the Daredevil. We did too. We watched the first season. Okay, I watched the first season while you happened to be in the room. You were probably playing Play-Doh or something. All right, buddy. Any closing comments on Batman? Any Batman jokes? Nice gadgets. Omni gadgets. Those are the best. So, out there in your playroom, you have a DC Universe role-playing game. And the fun thing about that is, you know how Batman always seems to have the exact right gadget at the right time? Yeah. In the crux of that rule book, those are called Omni Gadgets. So when you're falling off the building, you can say, I'm going to use an Omni Gadget to get out of it. <laughs> Grappling hook. I know, I know. That has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> All right, buddy. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.